I would like to paint for you an absurd mental image to kind of, you know, get you in the zone, get you in the mood for today's story as it's just strange and a little silly. It's absurd. So imagine this. We have a Puritan governor, the first governor of Massachusetts, Governor Winthrop. He's sitting down. He's lit a candle. He's, you know, tired from a long day of colonizing. He's going to write in his diary. Dear diary, what do you think he's writing about? Well, it is a true fact that Governor Winthrop had written multiple diary entries about UFO sightings over the newly formed Massachusetts. Crazy, right? I really wouldn't think of a Puritan governor and UFO sightings as going hand in hand, but here we are, and we got them directly from Governor Winthrop's diaries. And I hadn't heard a lot about this story. I just think it's so fun. So I'm just going to dive into those diary entries. Totally getting ahead of myself. So we're going to pump the brakes. I'm going to introduce myself, and then we're going to get right into these UFO sightings. My name is Kate, and this is the New England Gothic. If you are new, welcome. Welcome to the fun adventure that is the New England Gothic. And if you are one of my handful, I say handful, like very literally handful of loyal fans so far who have listened and subscribed and shared with your friends, I appreciate you so much. After only two episodes, we've already reached over 100 plays, and that's probably not a lot, but it is to me. It means a ton. It means so much to me, so I really appreciate it. And anyway, let's get into today's story. So our stories and diary entries begin on March 1st, 1639. Governor John Winthrop, you know, opens his diary. Dear diary, today, three men reported as, wait, I can't do a British accent. I'm so sorry. All right. So Governor Winthrop describes that three men, one being named James Everill, who he claimed was a sober and discreet man. So I think that means like a reliable source. He said that they described an unusual light above them as they were rowing a boat in the muddy river. The Muddy River is a swamp land type area that empties into the Charles River, which is like the well-known river in Boston. So they said they saw a great light up in the night sky, quote, it stood still, flamed up, and was about three yards square. When it ran, it was contracted into the figure of a swine. Very interesting. So essentially, these three men are describing a light going back and forth above their heads and forming the shape of a swine. They said over the course of two to three hours, this light just, quote, ran swift as an arrow, just darted back and forth above them between where they were in the water and to the village of Charlestown, which was about two miles away. They said, quote, diverse other credible persons saw the same light after about the same place. So we have the three men in the boat, and then some other people are just describing this light. The governor wrote that when the strange apparition finally disappeared, the three Puritans in the boat were one mile upstream, which at first you're like, um, duh, they just like floated away because they were sitting there staring at the light above their heads. Well, that's what I thought. But then I reread the word upstream. 
So if they're sitting there, they're not paddling, they're just staring at the light like, what the heck is going on? How are they getting upstream? This is very reminiscent of modern UFO sightings where people kind of just like lose track of time and then they wake up or whatever somewhere kind of far from where they started. And a mile is a mile, but like this is Puritan times. I feel like the power, (laughs) it's like money, like the power of a Puritan mile just seems like ever so far compared to a modern mile. You know what I mean? Especially on a rowboat. I'm not going to row a boat a mile. So they're a mile upstream and they don't know how they got there. And there were conflicting reports. I've read a few articles about this that they actually did lose track of time. So very alien abduction vibe, you know? The governor actually did make it a point to mention in the diary entry that all three men had no memory of rowing, you know, rowing upstream. So there's just no way they could have ended up there without physically rowing themselves. Very spooky. Very interesting. I personally, you know, if it's not obvious from this podcast, I am a skeptic, but I do have an open mind. I love that like 1% that cannot be explained. I think because this was so long ago, there could definitely be a few explanations. You know, there were mysterious lights reported constantly back in the day, whether it was swamp gas. Remember, we're in like swampy lands. Maybe it was an a meteorological anomaly. I think those are all words, right? I don't know. I'm trying to sound smart so that you all respect me and take me seriously, but we'll see. There's also the chance that they all could have, you know, what is that? When they eat the moldy wheat and it makes them hallucinate, it's like the LSD wheat. Maybe they're just tripping on wheat. I don't know. But yeah, very, very interesting. But this would not be the last UFO sighting that Governor Winthrop would record in his diary. So let's move on to the next one. Five years later, it is now January 1644. We have very similar elements in this story. We got three men on a boat, in the water, a mysterious light, this time turns into the shape of a man, also darts back and forth, and then vanishes away. So I'm going to read you a quote from his diary about this second UFO. About midnight, three men coming in a boat to Boston saw two lights arise out of the water near the north point of the town cove, in form like a man, and went at a small distance to the town and so to the south point and there vanished away. Maybe I should read it in a British accent, but I can't really do one. So there wasn't much else to really speculate on like the first UFO sighting because it's honestly so similar, just like a mysterious light being seen over the water. But I just feel like so much weird stuff happens in general in the ocean. I love the ocean, but I understand why people are so afraid of it. Not even a week later, a third UFO sighting is reported by Governor Winthrop, except this one. This is how he explains this one. He thinks, you know, this isn't UFOs. It's ghosts. Let me explain. So this is from his diary. A light like the moon arose about the northeast point in Boston and met the former at Noddles Island, and there they closed in one and then parted and closed and parted diverse times, and so went over the hill in the island and vanished. Sometimes they shot out flames and sometimes sparkles. This was about eight of the clock in the evening and was seen by many. That is a mouthful to read. It is so hard to read in like Puritan voice. So he continues. About the same time, a voice was heard upon the water between Boston and Dorchester, calling out in a most dreadful manner. 
It was heard by diverse godly persons. There again with the godly persons. It's like, oh, a person who believes in God witnessed this? It must be true. Anyway, quote, about 14 days later, the same voice in the same dreadful manner was heard by others on the other side of the town towards Noddles Island. So like I just said, Governor Winthrop in his diary says, you know what? I think this was some ghostly activity, and let me explain. And I do apologize if you hear some banging in the background. I have two pets that are absolutely feral, and I mean it. We, like, acquired both of them, and they are just wrecking my house in the other room right now. So anyway, Governor Winthrop, he's writing about this third UFO sighting, but he says, you know what? It's a ghost, because here's why. He said that this UFO sighting was actually the location where a ship captained by a man named John Chaddock had exploded a few months earlier. Apparently, a sailor accidentally ignited gunpowder aboard the ship. The captain wasn't aboard, so he survived, but the blast did kill five crew members. So Winthrop noted that most of the bodies were recovered. Everyone was recovered except for one man who they believed was responsible for this disaster. They claimed that this sailor, who was a formerly enslaved man, possessed the ability to communicate with the dead, and he was suspected of murdering his master in Virginia. So, you know, we're throwing a little bit of stereotypes on here. I've read in other articles that, you know, they claimed he was doing voodoo and he cursed the ship. And so Governor Winthrop said that it was actually the sailor's ghost. Uh, He was possessed by the devil. And that's what was the explanation for the strange lights and the, quote, dreadful yelling. And those are the three diary entries made by Governor Winthrop about supposed UFO sightings over Massachusetts. I know they're not super long. It's not super in-depth. I actually hadn't even heard about this. It seems like a really random, just like a little fact that people found interesting. But I don't know. I think that's incredibly interesting. Having the actual like Puritan governor write down these in his diary, which I know we're joking about the diary, the diary. But back then, diaries were how people, you know, really kept track of things. It just seems like diaries were held more held more importance back in the day. And yeah, Massachusetts has a lot of very interesting UFO history, and so does New England as a whole. I'm definitely going to be covering UFOs a lot more. I also personally find any like pre-1900s UFO sightings so interesting. You know, pre-flight technology, this is hundreds of years before anyone even thought of a plane or a spaceship or a blimp, anything. So it's so interesting the way these Puritans describe what they're seeing without the knowledge of flight technology. I think the lights shifting into different shapes is really interesting. I'm very genuinely curious as to what that possibly could have been. Like I said, the first sighting was near Swampland. So, you know, we always have weird shit happening in a swamp. Swamp gas, you know, it's, it's always the culprit. But, you know, it's all over the water. The ocean is mysterious. Was it ball lightning? Was it, was it the Northern Lights? You know, that actually, in my mind, the way they're describing it, I've seen videos of the Northern Lights. They dart back and forth very quickly. I've been obsessed with the Northern Lights since I was a little kid, so I regularly look up videos of them. Casual. But yeah, it's definitely giving me some Northern Lights vibes. Or, you know, it could have just been aliens. You know, that's always a possibility. But anywho, thank you for joining me on today's episode. 
As always, this is the New England Gothic. You can email me, newenglandgothic at gmail.com if you want to, you know, give me a recommendation, tell me about your day, tell me you think I suck. Just kidding, don't do that because I will cry. I'm a Pisces, I'm really sensitive. Um, as always, I am on TikTok as Creepy Caitlin. I actually cover most of the stories you hear on here. If you want to see me like flailing around and being loud about it and trying to condense the stories into three minutes, you can find me on there. If you want to reach out in general, I'm on Instagram at the New England Gothic. You can DM me, you can follow, whatever you want to do. I'm not good at this part. I need to have my little community come together. I need to come up with a cute little sign off. Maybe as the community grows, it'll, it'll get there. And yeah, I will see you all next week. Have a good one. And remember, this is Kate Ford and this is the New England Gothic. <laughs>